Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. I am here struggling to breathe through my nose, and so I want to apologize in advance if I sound like I am breathing heavy or if I cannot breathe. <laughs> um, I'm so congested because of seasonal allergies. And so I've taken everything under the sun. I have done all of the natural remedies. I done steamed. I done used essential oils from eucalyptus to spearmint to lemon to lemongrass, like all of the things, even Vicks, because you know Vicks is the holy grail and we use it for everything. So <laughs> don't debate me on it. It's 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 a fact. Um <laughs> But nothing has worked and it's been three weeks and I still am so congested and my nose is still stuffed up. But here I am. I'm I'm well otherwise, so I don't even want to complain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. So if I sound like I'm struggling and I'm out of breath, it's because I am. Okay, so forgive me in advance. Um... But I'm approaching my one-year anniversary for this podcast, and I'm excited. Um, I feel like my year one was my learning year. And and I know that I'm going to learn forever, right? That's just life. We continue to learn and grow and learn and grow and repeat. Um, but I do feel like I learned a lot this year. And so I want year two to be the year that I grow. Um, grow, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and also grow my platform and reach other women and men out there. And so I'm excited about that. I am hoping, you know, I had a whole plan of like, I was going to have a one year anniversary celebration and it was going to be huge. However, you know, the world decided we were going to have a pandemic instead. And that's fine. That's, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so my celebration might just be virtual. And I know, I know, I know a lot of us are sick of virtual things, but I think it will be dope to host a live podcast with two of my favorite people. So I will keep you posted on that. Um, but I'm excited about that. So yeah. Um, and then, you know, some other exciting things that I have coming up. You know, I want to um, finally open up the membership to the Healthy Vibe community that I am creating. And I will speak more about that in the next episode. Um, make sure that you're on my mailing list because that's where all of the information goes out first. Um, and the journaling soul sessions that I have with the community as well. And so if again, if you're not on the mailing list, make sure you do that. You can go to my website at carriazella.com and sign up there. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm struggling, guys. I'm really struggling to breathe, um, but I'm going to get through this. So I wanted to talk about the phrase, you attract what you are. And so over the last few weeks, I have had the same conversation with maybe five or six different women, some being strangers and some being my friends. And I don't believe in coincidences. So I feel like it was meant for me to speak about this and my perspective, right? Because this is a dose of Adela. So you're getting a dose of my perspective on life, right? And so 
We've been told over and over and over and over again that we attract what we are, right? And while I believe that to be a very true statement, I don't believe that it is the only true statement. I don't believe that that is the only thing that we attract. I believe that we attract what we are. We attract what we aren't. We attract everything under the sun, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between, right? However, we allow what we feel. We allow what we believe we are deserving of. And I don't say that in just love. I say that in all things, right? So my conversations have been about love. <laughs> um, and because I think maybe they started because I started questioning things within myself. And though the conversation started about love, I think it's straight across the board with anything, right? So let's use jobs as an example, right? You you apply to so many different jobs, Right? And you get two jobs that call you back, two jobs that want to hire you. One job is paying $2 million a year, right? And they see you as this person who can do all of the things that they need, right? They see you and they believe in you. And then there's this job that's paying $20,000 a year. And you're overqualified, but you've applied to both. Now, this job that's paying you $200 million a year, you're questioning it. Like, why do you want to hire me? I don't know how to do those things. Like, I don't understand. And you start to question your worth. You start to question whether or not you deserve to be in the room, right? However, the job that's willing to pay you much less, you're like, I can do that. I can do that with my eyes closed. And you gravitate towards that Because it feels familiar. It feels comfortable. It is what you feel worthy of in that moment. And so even though you may not have done none of the things that this higher paying job um, requires of you, they believe in you. And they see that you can do all of these things, right? But you don't see it. So you turn on that job. And it's the same thing in relationships. Right. Depending on where you are in life, on your healing journey, if you've even started your healing journey. And I don't even just mean like intimate relationships. I mean, friendships as well. Right. You have so many different people who are gravitating towards you and you are gravitating towards the people who feel familiar. And I've done this. I've done this over and over and over. I've done this so many times. And now that I'm on my own healing journey, which by the way, never ends, we are con- constantly healing from something, right? I'm, I'm able to see like, oh, okay, I see it was me, right? So you have friends, women or men who want to come into your life and like, wow, like they see so much potential and they see all of these things and like, I really like this person. You know, we could be we could be business partners, we can learn from each other, we can, you know, collaborate. But you question like, wait, 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 what you want from me? I don't trust nobody. 
And so you shut that down. And you gravitate towards the person who gossips. The person who is not trying to do the things that you say that you want to do because they feel familiar. It's what you're comfortable with. And so you've blocked yourself from something possibly great because of what you feel worthy of, what you allow. And now in relationships, (laughs) all relationships, being that person who has allowed many different people in my in my space um and not to that extent but just allowing people in my space and like wanting love so bad right i love love and i will say this until the day that i take my last breath my last words might be i love love i don't know um but i will say that forever <laughs> i love love and no matter how much shit I've been through, no matter what I've experienced as someone who has been in toxic, codependent relationships, as someone who has been abused, as someone who has been raped multiple times, I will never stop believing in love because I know that love did not hurt me. People did. Right. And so What people may have done to me might not be my fault, right? The healing, the acknowledging of what happened and the healing is my responsibility. And I think that a lot of us don't want to do that. You know, they don't want to talk about, we don't want to talk about what has happened to us. And no, when I say talk about it, I'm not saying talk about it on this platform like me. I'm not saying go start a podcast and talk about all the shit that happened to you. No, I'm not saying go on Instagram and start um, a page to just tell the world, no, if that is not what you want to do, if that is not your journey, don't do that. Right. But you heal from things by talking about them. And a lot of times we have so much shit in us that we haven't healed from that we don't realize it. And so that the things that have hurt us and the things that we have been traumatized by have become a part of us. And it is natural. And so we, we allow people who feel like that pain because we're used to that pain and our own pain is familiar. And so we allow others in our space who feel that way. But the pain doesn't feel good, even though it feels familiar. And so when you're hurt again or something didn't go the way that you wanted, you're wondering what the fuck. Why did I attract this person? What did I do wrong? What did I say that was wrong? Like all of the questioning yourself. And the reality is there's nothing that you did. It's just it felt okay. It felt familiar. It felt like what was right at the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. And also know like anything that I ever say is never from a place of judgment. Ever. Because I'm the last person who can ever judge anyone on anything. Right? But when we don't heal, that is what happens. We attract everyone, but we, uh, we allow the people in who feel familiar. And the familiar isn't always good. The familiar 
when you're when you haven't even started healing, the familiar is never good. It's 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 what we don't need. Most times is what we don't need. Um but they feel safe to us. Right? It feels comfortable to us. And like I have so much I want to say on this this topic. Um but it doesn't mean that that's what we deserve. And just because, you know, people hear the word healing and they hear heal and they're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't need to heal, right? Yes, the fuck you do. We all need to heal. If you are living, if you have existed on this earth, you have work that you need to do. Um, pretending like something hasn't happened or did it doesn't exist, you know, experiencing something traumatic going through a toxic relationship and not acknowledging that and talking about that is going to come up eventually. It's going to show up in so many different ways. It's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up in your moods, your feelings. It's going to show up constantly. It's going to show up in your body sometimes. Sometimes we gain weight, we eat, um, we lose weight. It shows up in many different ways. Um, And we put up a wall. And so I wanted to really talk about this wall. And I hope that I'm making sense because I have so many thoughts and I tried to write them down, but I didn't. The wall, the beautiful wall that we put up, right? How many times have you have you seen people say things and maybe yourself, because I've said it once upon a time, um, fuck men, fuck women, um, they ain't shit. I don't, I don't, I don't want nobody. I'm independent. I do this all by myself. I've been doing it by myself for years. Like all of these things, right? This wall that we've put up because we've been hurt by men and women. We've been hurt by maybe our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, our siblings, our friends, people that we were in relationships with. We slowly build these walls. And we stack these bricks up high as we can. And the reason we build this wall is because we don't want to get hurt. And what happens is by not wanting to be hurt and not allowing anything in, you don't allow love in. You don't allow yourself the good feelings either. You know, there are so many people on this earth who want to love us. And I'm again, I'm not only talking about in intimate relationships. And friendships too. Shit, I love the shit out of my friends. Um, that is the best. I say my friends are my fucking soulmates. And like, I'm so grateful for them. But I remember being in a place where I didn't have them. Or I didn't even have the relationships. The bonds that I have with them that I do now. Because of this fucking wall that I have built. And I built it because I didn't want to feel pain. I was tired of feeling pain. I was tired of being hurt. But what I didn't realize is that I wasn't allowing love. And my ex used to tell me that I didn't allow anyone to love me. I didn't allow people to love me the way that I deserve to be loved. 
And because of the space, the mental space that I was in, the emotional space that I was in, I didn't even understand what he was saying. I took that and I flipped it. So he said, I didn't allow anyone. What I heard and processed was that I was not lovable. And that is a story that I told myself for a very long time. I was not lovable. That's why relationships didn't work. That's why friendships failed. That's why jobs ended, you know, whatever. Like it was me. It was something wrong with me. And I, I, I had that narrative for so long, right? It was me. It was me. It was me. It was because uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. All of this shit, which none of it is true, by the way, about me, about you, about anyone. It's not true. You deserve love. You deserve to be loved the way that you dream of. The way that you see in fucking movies, like you deserve that. And because one person hurt you, because two people may have hurt you, because a couple of people hurt you, does not mean that every single person on this earth is going to hurt you. There are billions of people on this earth. Why do we think that the way one person acts is how everybody acts? No, because we allowed something, you know, and maybe there were good moments in it, whatever it may have been. Maybe we learned something. Maybe we needed that to learn and to grow and to move on to something else, to see parts of us that we didn't even know existed. You know, sometimes relationships expose things within us that we didn't even know needed to be exposed. We didn't even know that we had buried it so deep down inside to the point that we forgot it was there. And people bring that out of us sometimes, sometimes in good ways and sometimes in fucking toxic ass, whew, unhealthy ways. <laughs> but people do bring that out on us. And so the more that you heal, the more that you work on you, the more that you talk about the things, and this is why I advocate journaling. I'm just going to throw that in there really quick. I talk about journaling is because you get to write shit out. And I use journaling prompts. And sometimes the prompts will be something so simple. And it'll bring up so much that you didn't even know. I've had women tell me that a prompt about, I don't even know what it was. Three wishes, I don't even know, brought up so many emotions and so many feelings that they didn't even know they had. That they didn't realize that they needed to heal from that part of them. This is why I advocate for journaling. I will forever tell you guys to journal. If you don't know how, join the challenge, send me an email, whatever. But releasing is how we heal. Therapy, and I know like therapy is expensive. Um, some of us are not ready, whatever it is, but you got to talk about things. You can't pretend like it never happened, like it didn't exist and think that it's going to go away. You know, I know that like you want to see the positive side of things sometimes and you're like, oh, let's just be optimistic. That is also toxic. That is also very harmful because what you're doing is covering, you're covering, you're covering, you're covering it. And it, it's, it's like another wall. Like I'm just gonna be hot. I'm just gonna be positive and think about. And then when so- someone comes along, and they try to like love you and you know help you, guide you, mentor you, provide you with something that you need, it's a trigger, and you're like, whoa, 
what the fuck is you doing? And you run away. And you stop yourself from all the things you deserve because you don't feel worthy. You don't feel good enough. You feel unsafe in a way, in a in a way. And so yes, we attract what we are, but we also attract everything. And what we keep, the people that we allow in our space is a choice. It is based on where we are in life, where we are spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you know, what frequency we're on. And the more that you do the work, the easier it will be to detect those people that are not meant for you. And it's about doing that work. Do the work so that you can live the life that you deserve, so that you can have the people that you deserve. Do it. It's not easy. It's never fucking ending. This shit is painful. Every time I go to therapy, I'm like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, I don't want to cry. I don't want to talk about my mother. I don't want to talk about being a kid. But I, I appreciate it and I love it. And I learn about me so much more. And I know that I'm not a victim anymore. I don't play that victim story that I used to play over and over and over and tell over and over and over. You know, I've taken responsibility for the things that I've allowed, right? And again, I didn't allow everything. Some things happened to me. And again, the things that happen to you are not your fault. But healing is your responsibility, So stop pretending like you're not hurt. Stop pretending that you do not feel, that you don't want to feel, that you don't want this and you don't want that. Heal from all that shit. Talk about it little by little. Take that step. You deserve that. You deserve that so much in all areas of your life. You deserve to live A life of abundance in all forms. And you can't manifest what you don't feel worthy of. And so that is my message to you. I hope that it resonates. Take what resonates, leave what didn't. Um, And I love you and I appreciate you for listening. Um... And I want you to remember that you are worthy. You are worthy of everything that you desire and more. Don't forget that. And so if you've enjoyed this podcast, any podcast, leave me a review on Apple or whatever platform you listen, because that's kind of like how I stay relevant and how I come up in searches and things like that. Um, No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) But I love you. I love you always. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Bye.